0: Welcome, everyone, to the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper, and of course, with me is my co-host, Suzanne Peterson. Hi, Suzanne, how are you doing?
1: Good morning, I'm well. How are
0: you? Good, good. It's afternoon good here. Hear. <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. And of course, our special guest today is Birgit Buchart from Lomography USA, or Lomography. Welcome, uh, Birgit, to our podcast.
2: Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's
0: good to good to see you. Absolutely. Well, I just wanted to, first of all, uh, say it's an honor to have you here uh, as a representative of one of the coolest companies on the planet, <laughs> uh, oh, in my sure. <laughs> um, And I must say, uh, before we even begin with the questions, man, what a time uh, for Lamography! Um, of course, some real joyous news came out about a month ago, and that was the um uh, reintroduction or the re-release of the revered uh lumochrome turquoise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit um uh in, in just a little bit but anyways how have you been?
2: Um I've been well. I mean um you know uh, all things considered but um
0: mm.
2: yeah it's it's an it's a very exciting time for me in in this job and working for this company because you know um with Film photography being on this rise as it is right now, it's, um, it's very, yeah, it's a very exciting time. And um, I'm very happy about this momentum and to um, see this happening <laughs> around yeah. me. Yeah, it,
0: exactly, exactly. It it It, it is um, fascinating to see, you know, what was once on kind of a film photography or analog things in general, kind of on the decline. Now it's coming back again. It's just so good to see, you know. Yeah. I agree. Well, let's get right into the the uh, interview. Um, thinking about Lomochrome Turquoise, uh, you know, a lot of people love that film. And from what I understand, it, uh, its initial release back in 2013, was it? Uh, or thereabouts was a very limited run, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact numbers. Um, back then, that was before my time at Lomography. But Yeah, it was always uh, a limited um, production run, and we felt like both the purple and the turquoise um, felt like very, you know, niche products, and the turquoise even more so um, because of, you know, like how it renders skin tones. I think mostly we were like, you know, how many people really want (laughs) bluish, you know, want to shoot their friends in blue? Um, But I think there was always like a very specific um, audience that really loved it. And I think it was either you hated it or you loved it. And um, there were, you know, people who were excited about that. But with now, I think, with, you know, so many, with our options being more and more limited in, in, you know, film stock um, supplies, I think it's people are just craving something else and something new. And, um, you know, also, uh, of course, it's always like what you as soon as something's gone people realize they actually want it and so i think now um it's it's a great time to bring it back and to um deliver that you know what people have been asking us for years now um yeah
0: absolutely i know for myself you know i i only started film photography like two two and a half years ago so the turquoise came out before my time but the very first image that I saw, uh, you know, from somebody that, you know, took some images uh, with it, I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to shoot that. And then I looked for it online. I looked for it on eBay. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Um, and then I realized how special of a of a film it is and finally got a couple of roles um, and just it, it's wonderful, wonderful film from my, yeah. my van, <laughs> vantage point.
2: Yeah. That's, I think that's the beauty about this film, because it looks, you know, first, on first glance, you're like, oh, this is so weird, and, like, how would I even shoot that? But then, if you look on our platform, on Lomography.com, or even Google, or whatever, and some people have done such a good job in y- using this film so beautifully, that, like, if you shoot the right things, and if you have that, like, creative mindset for it, I think you can do be- really wonderful things, and... Um that's why it's exciting. I think it's it's a challenge for a photographer. Um because you can you really need to figure out how to shoot it to make it look really, really cool. And
0: yeah. That's true. Did you uh ever expect um such like love and eagerness for this film? Uh I know you said that the film came out before your time with Lomography, but just being with Lomography, did you expect Mm -hmm. to see such love and eagerness for the film uh, that apparently has been there?
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, I think I had an, you know, I had an idea because I'm, I'm the, I, I started here as the marketing manager, which is still like mostly my day to day that I'm doing. So I'm a lot on, on our Instagram and Facebook channels and, um, I'm, you know, interacting with the community a lot and the, it's definitely one of those products that I've heard the most about for people to ask for it to come back. So, um, it's something that I've, you know, from time and again, brought to our headquarters too, and just mentioned, just so you know, like we're getting a lot of requests for this. And, um, this is also like the beauty of working for a company like Lomography that's rather small is that if you get all these inquiries, like, it actually does something. Like, I'm encouraging people to always tell us what they want to see, you know, in our products because it it does help. And if I can report to HQ that in the U.S. I'm getting, like, weekly questions about the turquoise for months, then it will have an impact and we can, you know, um, think about that and we can consider that. And I think that's also what happened here is that – even though back then in 2013 when it came out, it was way, way more niche because mm. all of film photography was way more niche. Yeah. Um, so it was like the question we were like, okay, like, sure, there's now more people are shooting film now, but like, does that mean that also the uh, demand for turquoise is gonna, you know, rise the same way? And it's, you you can never really know how well it does um I had a feeling that it's gonna be people are gonna be excited about it like you know a certain audience um is gonna be excited about it because we've getting we've been getting so many um requests about it so sure on the one hand like I could expect that sort of reaction but also I underestimated it also um to be fair like the the After the first day after we announced that it's coming back and and started pre-orders, um, I think we were all surprised how yeah, how well it was doing. Um and that's uh that was really exciting. Yeah, it was really cool
0: to see. That's so cool. June can't come soon enough. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Real excited for it. Real excited. Uh Suzanne, do you have any uh questions?
1: Well, I was just curious, um how you guys Or how Lomography, if you can say, how did you come up with the idea for these odd films that people are like, I mean, I, you know, I love what you said about how it's, you know, you weren't sure how it would be received because do people really want blue skin? But then I saw when I was Googling, I've never shot it before. I know Mario was able to get his hands on a couple rolls, but I haven't, but I have five. I already placed my pre-order. Um, But I saw one that was in I want to say it was um, like on a path in a forest and it was I think it was on your site. It was absolutely I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's what I want to get out of it. But anyway, that kind of I'm deviating here. But can you talk about how you guys came up with the idea of even doing something so different and Mishi and
2: that kind of stuff? yeah I mean, again, this was I wasn't in there in the process of when people in the company came up with this. um, but I obviously also asked these questions <laughs> to my bosses. and right. I mean, it all basically it starts with the initial idea of Lomography is to be different. Mm-hmm. and um our you know two of our founders of the company are still our board members are still um you know, running this whole thing, and I'm very much involved in decision-making in in product development and they really um which also i appreciate so much it's so important to them to stick to this um original idea of not being a mainstream company that's just going with every trend and trying to analyze the market and depending on that um you know like coming up with, with products that are safe for us to make sales it's more about what's like a new crazy thing we could like come out that no one has done before, that people might think we're crazy to do that. Or, you know, like they like that idea of it to surprise and to to really challenge photographers um, in a way and to encourage people to um, experiment more, to try more, to not be afraid of using something completely new, all these things that are at the core of Lomography's identity. Um, And I think that's the same way how we approach or how our our team approaches product development a lot of times. Um, From what I've heard um, with these films, it wasn't like we one day or like someone one day woke up and was like, I want to make a a film that looks like this. It was more like, let's let's experiment with the emulsion of film and like, let's see what you know, happens if we do things that you don't normally do in the production process or, mm. you know, so it's really more of like trying things out and experimenting with, um, yeah, with the film layers, with the emulsion itself. and one day it just happened that they tested a roll and it came out purple or it came out like in the turquoise colors and right. someone or like some like kind of like that you know and then um they saw the sample images and were like oh wait that's weird we love it and then yeah. it was more like okay let's explore this more let's go there and let's let's try uh to push that film into that direction and then um uh and then that's what happened yeah and i think it's uh That's why it's cool. It's because it wasn't the idea first. And we managed to do that. It was like, I think it was a lot of experimentation on our end. And it just happened to look like that. And we thought that was cool. And um, yeah,
1: that's so that's so refreshing to hear, too, is that the company's approach and how they're trying to stay to that. You know, I because I personally love the things that aren't in the status quo, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's why your films and everything have just been so, you know, your lenses or whatnot have been so attractive to me and my vision for my photography. So how wonderful, I to, yeah. <laughs> to repeat what Mario said at the beginning, how wonderfully <laughs> that you guys yes. exist and you're doing <laughs> what you're doing. It's really, yeah. it's really cool really cool it's
2: fun it's like I I know from like big team meetings at our headquarters um sometimes when I'm there and we're talking about new product ideas or something the amount of times someone in these meetings will say like who's gonna who's supposed to shoot that who's you know right (laughs) but then it's at the same time I think when that happens then we're like or then we're like okay that's what we want to find out so like that's exactly what we want where we want to go is like we want to not know and try it and
1: it's, I love yeah it's neat to see a company that will take a risk like that
2: mm-hmm. you know it's
1: like just throw it out there and look at how successful you know it's yeah. like
2: and, how surprised I mean, you know there's some products uh, don't do as well as we would have sure. hoped and others um succeed our expectations and that's um i think that's what if you're that's kind of like the whole idea that Lomography stands for in photography is like, right. don't expect perfect images and, you know, have happy mistakes is that is also how we approach launching products, I guess. Right. Or like, right. it's okay if they don't come out or they yeah. are not as successful as we want it, but then the next one might just happen to be right. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I love
0: it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so cool. You know, um, th- thinking about, not just the the turquoise film which is again just I don't know there's something really magical about that film I I really 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 love it but also the purple the metropolis which is interesting um you know the metropolis came out I think 2019 is that correct yeah yeah okay um at first when I first got that film I was excited to shoot it based on a couple of videos um that I'd seen on YouTube um and when I first shot it I I it didn't strike me as well, but then over time now it's one of my favorite films. I really Mm -hmm. love the metropolis The I don't want to say the muted tones because that's not quite the word for metropolis. In my opinion, it's, it gives sort of a, Oh, I almost like not harsh, uh, very contrasty. That's what it is. It's a really contrasty film. Yeah. Um, but contrasty in color which is kind of a nice combination you know Mm -hmm. um but anyways just thinking about um lamography's uh willingness to go into interesting territories like you were saying another aspect of your company is you guys have embraced 110 film Mm -hmm. um do you do you see that the market for 110 is is there or perhaps even growing a little bit and i have a reason that i'm asking this <laughs> <laughs> um
2: it's yes it's of course it's a it's a smaller market than yeah. 35 and then 120 um it's it's definitely there and i think it's it seems to be growing especially in the u.s and the u.s is always a little bit ahead um okay. we yeah um we can see that there's a, a bigger demand and people are uh, starting to get into that Which, you know, maybe it has to do with the prices increasing um, and they're just realizing, oh, this is like a cheaper solution. Um, Mm. um, I'm not quite sure. It could also just be that um, we're seeing, you know, with photography or with film photography growing in all aspects you know everybody starts out with 35 and then goes into medium format and but if they after you know two or three years of shooting that they people want to explore what else is out there and then you can go large format or you can go smaller and i think it's just um a matter of people want to try everything that's out there these days because they know it might it might not be forever so (laughs) um yeah
0: that's true. It's it's really nice that you're um that you have the Lomachrome series in one ten as well as some of the other ones. Um my wife actually, she just um herself kind of started her analog journey and she's she bought I think uh Diana this the one ten Diana camera. Yeah, maybe as well as some film, uh, some peacock, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is we're excited one. to see. <laughs> <laughs> excited to do it. But yeah, that's just so such a cool thing that you guys are willing to embrace not just or you know explore not just the the different colors, the different varieties of you know choices of film, but also the what it would seem to be a dying uh, format now on. It would be it would
2: be dead. We're the the only company left that's making one ten films, so it's it's um, hanging on a, a thread, though, and and. I think it's, I think that's part of why um, even if it's a smaller market, but it's, it's kind of, again, like it's, it's this thing of like, we can't let that happen. You know, it because yeah. kind of hurts to think if we stop this, it's just not going to, no one's going to make it. And if we yeah. can somehow afford to, you know, to keep that alive, then we'll, we'll do it. And even if it's for a small group of people, but at least, um, yeah, it's,
0: Exactly. Cool. <laughs> so good. So good.
1: Yeah, my um, my first, my first uh, experience with the red scale was your law, lo- your lobster,
0: mm-hmm. in the 110, and it had, and I
1: found out now why it had this, but it had all these um, like odd specs in it, and I found out now that's if I don't cover the, <laughs> I don't know if anybody else knew this, I literally just found it out. They said, oh, cover the um back of the camera that tells you where your, uh, your shutter count is, because I guess it gets because the paper or something can give light leaks, which I actually really liked, because again, I like the weird stuff, but (laughs) I didn't mind it. But I now I now learned what that was. But man, that made me fall in love with red scale film. Mm. Totally love it. I have 120 in my freezer right now that's being wait waiting to be shot that
0: i like <laughs> hang on to it
1: and i'm like i just need to go shoot it i just shoot a roll the other day which was really cool but right. i'm glad you still do 110 because that's what i grew up with probably mario too mm. you
0: know, uh, like, oh. i remember the cameras growing up but i you know i didn't i wasn't in a family with photographers okay. but i remember you know culturally seeing those little tiny cameras yeah. i have one now I'm, yeah shoot it i so, know
1: no, I, mean, I had one that was my only camera and i oh. <laughs> you know, dropped my film off at albertson's and get it developed, have to wait a week to get it back but i thought that was pretty cool when, when i started seeing that there were actually 110 film cameras yeah. still out there so
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah very very cool
2: it's and it's cool the cameras are really cheap you know for people to get the vintage cameras and mm-hmm. and you know the, film is, is cheaper. So it's a great like, you know, point and shoot alternative mm-hmm. that you um that saves you some money. I remember when I was a kid, um, you know, my, my parents had like a 35 millimeter camera that I in the beginning wasn't allowed to use because they're like, oh it's like we you know we use this for special occasions and whatever. And like I was six or seven and wanted to just snap and they're like, no you're wasting money. <laughs> but they had this 110 camera in their car for um in the case for like um uh accidents and stuff so they always had like one camera in the car just in case something happens and they need to document it and it was this 110 camera that basically for years like no one thankfully didn't have to use um but I remember them say at some point being like okay yeah you can shoot with this a few shots but like just make sure that there's like one or two frames left just in case. But like, yeah. I think I took my first photos on
1: that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. You know, it surprisingly scans really well too. Mm-hmm. Like I was shocked when I scanned in my stuff and I just do it at home on a flatbed. I don't even do a DSLR and it's, it is pretty darn good still. <laughs> the, the 110? you won't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to want to make, you know, a 20 by 24 of it. Well, I suppose you could, but you know, it's really, it's, I think I was shooting, I think it might have been Peacock on one of my adventures. And I was like, gosh, that just fantastic. <laughs> uh,
0: cool. Quick question about that. How do you scan 110? Because I, I have an Epson V600. And um, I know that the 110 won't fit in the holders. Um, do you just lay it, right, lay it right down on the glass? Are you asking me? Yeah, you.
1: Oh yeah, um, I tried that, but I got a lot. I didn't. I wasn't very successful with it. But I have a. I actually bought a 110 holder. Oh okay. Yeah, I can't remember who I got it from, but I'm sure if you googled it, I could show it to you, and we're done. Um, okay. We have
2: we have oh, someone to hold. On. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. There had you had <laughs> go. <laughs> That's we what I meant. The, to say. the digitalizer scanning masks in in all our formats. Yeah. Oh
0: there cool. Oh, well, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. And that fits right with with any flatbed scanner. Yeah, that, that okay. works with the V600, yes. Oh, yeah. so good. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I was thinking about, um, Suzanne, you were talking about red scale. I love red scale as well. Yeah. And one thing I want to try, this might, I, I'm sorry to all you lamographers out there who love the turquoise, <laughs> but I, I bought enough rolls to experiment. I'll just say that. And one thing I want to do with one roll is to red scale it and just see, because I know the the different layers I mean, it, it when it's shot normally, it yields different colors. So I want to see what happens when you red scale the turquoise. What you
2: mean, you know. if you shoot the turquoise like on the wrong
0: side? Right, right. If yeah. I take it to the darkroom, cut it, flip it around, mm-hmm. and then shoot it that way, I just want to see what will lamography oh, yeah. red or uh, do. <laughs> turquoise red scale do. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Please, please try that, and please send me the results. I okay. want to see that.
0: Super curious. Yeah, I would okay. not
1: have thought of that. Good
0: job, Mario. <laughs> I I love red scale. I'm, I've red scaled a lot of different films, but nothing quite as interesting as the turquoise. So I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. But I didn't want to do it on any of my <laughs> roles that I got off eBay because I thought that that was going to be the last right. of the batch. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't. Thankfully, yeah. it wasn't. Um, about the turquoise. Um, you know, when you guys, uh, I think it was, I I don't remember which day it was announced but uh, Roxana angles actually informed me that that it had happened <laughs> and I was like oh my goodness I was at work and I just my heart was going like <laughs> <laughs>
1: <you're> so a
0: <laughs> hundred miles a minute <laughs> so I I uh, went on your site and I saw that it was there I'm like oh my goodness um and then on Instagram I saw somebody said uh it reminds me of uh houses of the holy uh Led Zeppelin album and I commented right away dancing days are here again <laughs> this is such a joyous song and uh so my question is it was do you do you think that the turquoise was inspired at all by by that album cover because that it, there's kind of a similar look to it you know
2: yeah um i wish we that would be such a cool story <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think it was again, um, and I like had specifically asked our team because uh, about this too. Um, it's in it, the red. The the film just like it happened okay. on accident, yeah. and they liked it. And yeah. I'm sure someone in the team was like, "Oh, maybe they liked it because they liked that album," you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's not that that album started the search for a film that looks like that.
0: Unfortunately. okay no, no, there's <laughs> <Darn>. no, <laughs> no the, the happy no. accidents like you were saying before that's yeah. that's what's awesome about analog photography is there we embrace the accidents mm-hmm. because it propels the art forward you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah cool <laughs> uh,
1: what do you do you have a product to eat whether it's a lens or a film or, or a camera or yeah um that that's been your most successful I mean, is it films or I I was before we got on, I was like looking through all your lenses and like, oh, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> I really like. Yeah,
2: them. Um, it's funny. I think the I can't say there's one overall most successful product. I think it really um, there's phases. And okay. even since I started, I think when I started um, in 2017 with the company, um, the instant cameras were big. And mm-hmm. so it was by far our uh, most successful was uh, like the low ones automat and the low instant wide cameras. Um and and then it I don't know when it happened. I guess in like twenty nineteen um it's like s- was switching back to thirty five millimeter. Mm. And I think it's just yeah, I think there's uh, there's different phases, and then it's also there was a time when um, or like there was the big the big Lomo 800 hype um, last oh, yeah. year or so, and like even I, I remember having that conversation with our headquarters, and I was like, it's going through the roof, like everyone's right now like trying to shoot Lomo 800, and like all the street photographers are all of a sudden jumping on that film and. My, you know, my or like team at, at Loma headquarters was like, yeah, but like, why? Like we've been selling this film for years, and like all <laughs> of the are like, oh, this is the best film, and I just discovered it, and we're like, duh, we got it. That's <laughs> um,
1: interesting.
2: Yeah, and it's just I think it it also, um, t- like it took some time I think for a lot of professional photographers or to um accept that lomo is not all fun and weird stuff but that actually if you you can get a color negative film from us that's just a good quality color negative film that mm-hmm. yeah. is comparable to portrait 800 and that is you know that's good quality film and it's not um, you don't have to be embarrassed to say you shoot Lomo only because we also make purple film, you know. Yeah. Um, I think some people were um, hesitant to trust us because we were making so many fun products that they didn't believe that. Um, I don't know. It's. It, I don't know. I think that's that was a development that I kind of saw happening um, in 2018, 2019. Um, and yeah, and then like all of a sudden it was and then like purple got another like push and that was for a while our bestseller. It's it's really like there's phases um for for a lot of things. Um we recently launched the Lomo Graph Lockback, um, oh, which is yeah. the Insects wide back for four x five cameras, which okay. was one of those products where we were like, um, oh, okay, that's very nichey, like who really like has four by five cameras and it's going to be like cool for some people, but it's going to be a small thing. And then we uh, launched it for pre-orders and we were like, oh damn, we got to like ramp up production for that one. We definitely underestimated that. That's but, exciting. Um, and that, that's since, cool. since we've launched it, that's still selling really well and like definitely way, way more than we thought it would. Um. So yeah, I think it's uh. there's, there's a lot of different things that are, um, that have their out.
1: momentums and yeah um well, so i just see. recently discovered the the uh diana instant square mm. and yeah yeah and treated myself to one of those a little while ago mm-hmm. and i got the box so i have all the you know the oh, different lenses right. and stuff i think i'm liking the um the close-up lens the best mm-hmm. i don't know why i think just because it gives me something so different but that's a fun little camera it's,
2: it's yeah, there's a lot you can do with it if you, you know, put a little um, effort and experimentation with uh, into it. You can do really, really cool um, things, and like you, you just get an aesthetic that you don't get with, you know, the the normal um, instant camera. That's really more and more point and shoot, um, perfect image. And here yeah. you really have so many options. It's really yes,
0: cool.
1: that's what I was noticing. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's a- one of the nice things about uh lamography uh, just based on this conversation what i'm under what i'm understanding is that you're not necessarily ahead of the photographers like setting products so that photographers can get them nor are you behind the photographers it, you guys are photographers so <laughs> yeah. you it, it, it's like you're following what the what the photography you know world would like but also creating these things that uh, photographers, f- f- photographers would love. So it's kind of a, a, a nice thing to see such a nimble company being able to do that, uh, mm. and keep, you know, keep this art alive, you know, help, help mm. to keep it alive, yeah.
2: you
0: know? So. Yeah. Well, cool. I wanted <laughs> to ask you, Birgit, as far as, uh, the, the Lamography films, um, do you have a, a particular one that you gravitate toward to? And I know that could change over time, but like right now, is there one that you particularly like?
2: um I always try to personally to switch it up a lot and um when I'm noticing oh I've been shooting the Lomo 400 um for like two months straight and I like you know make it a point to shoot something else I um at least with the with the color negatives I try to just switch it up just so I don't um I don't forget how you know many possibilities there are in in Getting different results, and um, I I've been wanting to shoot more of the Metropolis. Um, Mm -hmm. I've shot it a bunch already, and like um, when it came out in 2019, and I really really love it. And then I I I think I had like personally I had this thing where I realized oh it's so cool for street photography Mm -hmm. because I really love like that grungy look and like um photos of New York and Brooklyn, and that's just like such a good fit that I somehow um I that's where I left it and mm-hmm. then I, I forgot that it can also be really cool to shoot portraits on it and stuff and I, I think I've, I've been seeing more and more like portraiture on on Lomochrome Metropolis um from like friends and photographers that I follow and I'm like oh I want to I want to I wanna experiment more with that yeah
0: um
2: so I'm yeah I'm back in that
0: you know Did one I, of my oh oh, go- <laughs>
1: oh, sorry sorry
2: did did i just um
1: read isn't there a new version out now yeah um okay it's
2: uh coming i believe yeah
1: okay i was like i'm either i dreamt that it's possible yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just a little it's a little more saturated
2: it's a little more saturated yes okay um it's okay. Uh, the same thing with with all our creative films also the purple um we have new formulas every like couple of years um oh, okay which really just means um i believe when you like start from scratch to make the film um a new a completely new batch for a production run um we're taking that moment to like see what we can maybe refine a little bit or um you know uh just make it a little bit a little different to see where where it can go to like you yeah. know it over it, there's always something you can improve and. I think with, um, yeah, I think that new Metropolis is going to be cool. It looks, um, I've only, I shot like a test roll um, and it, it seems, it seems warmer
0: okay. a little bit,
2: um, but, and, but really, I think it's, it's the Metropolis look that is so cool about it. It's just, a, it's just a little bit more of it. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm excited. And that's, it's coming. It's not out yet.
2: Um, it's, um, yeah, I believe it's uh, currently on the ship to the U S for got it. <laughs> to, Okay, okay. Into our stock. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
0: en route. <Hey. laughs> you know, I was thinking about metropolis, um, you were talking about the grungy look, you know, New York city photos, street photography. I live here in rural Vermont and I was thinking when I first got it, like, what am I going to shoot this, this on? Because I'm surrounded by woods, you know? uh trees and its country and all that but i tell you what one of my favorite photos among i i probably have a thousand favorite photos you know but (laughs) one of my favorites is a double exposure of my daughter um we were it was during the early part of the pandemic and we were going out looking at horses Uh, we went to look at these miniature horses and so i just kind of stealthily had my camera there and i took a photo and then wanted to do a double exposure of her and did you know, just double exposure of my daughter, but the colors are just really cool. She's kind of standing beside herself, like maybe giving a little bit bit of advice to herself in the photo. That's kind of where I go with the
2: <laughs> where <laughs> yeah. I go
0: with it. but the the colors are just really, really cool, even in a rural setting where it's not you know grungy inner city life. It's just it it yields a different look to everyday life even fall photography I've done fall photography with the the um, metropolis and the reds and the yellows the oranges just look really different but interesting in that film so hats off to you for making something so (laughs) such so so cool you know
2: (laughs) yeah yeah, I'll, I'll uh, forward that compliment. Yeah, it's I didn't come up with it, but I I agree. I think it's I really like the film, and I think I sometimes forget, as I said, because we're so, um, like once you you notice, oh, this is a really cool thing to shoot with this film stock, you mm-hmm. kind of forget about all the other things that you, uh, haven't tried that might even be cooler. Like right now, when you said that, I was like, oh, it, I think it would work really well in like. The woods in the morning when it's like very like like mysterious kind of yeah. uh, mood or with some mm-hmm. fog and stuff. I feel like that would be really cool with metropolis too. And like, cool. yeah. It is
0: cool with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I've shot a couple of different um pictures. Uh, once one on a lake. I think it was a lake here in Vermont, and I don't know what what it is about it, but it it just gives a different characteristic to the light that's around us. So mm-hmm. really really nice. Sure. Well, um, Birgit um or i should say uh, suzanne do you have any more questions i, I have e? one more two, okay. but they're okay easy. go ahead um
1: what is your most contrasty black and white this is a personal question because i love contrast i'm like i know there's like you have like four pasta do you know which one is like nice and contrasty
2: <laughs> well if you want to challenge yourself yeah <laughs> um, um I, would- I would try the um uh oh my god now i don't know if it's the phantom or the um phantom kino is the iso8
1: okay and
2: it's um i was mind blown by we had photographers um test this out i remember when we first got the test rolls i was like oh my god iso8 i don't even know who to ask to shoot this um (laughs) and it was also like it was around this time or maybe even later in the winter that I got the test rolls and I was like, who's supposed to shoot this and when? And like yeah. I was so nervous and I gave it to some friends and I was like, just try it, we'll see. And I was so and then they came back and they their photos were so contrasty and so but so unique and moody. And I had this this one guy, wonderful photographer, uh, Richard UK, he's actually a filmmaker, but he also takes photos and um he shot he went to somewhere like in long island to a beach with his dad and shot he's also on the packaging but he shot some um photos of his dad on the shore in like in the winter and it was just whoa this is so cool this is such a great look and it's very very contrasty and um, so yeah (laughs) i I think try it and even though you feel like oh i can only shoot i used to ate, you know in, in midsummer so just try it anyways even now and i think it's, totally. uh, it can be really cool
1: i'm not opposed to using a tripod
0: no.
2: right. <laughs> so i'll do i'll do that thank
1: you
0: yeah <laughs> i wanted to say about uh the uh phantom a it is really really good film uh I, have you shot, I shot it? one roll one roll cool. uh, somebody sent it to me um yeah rich rich blacks um as far as the slowness of the film, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I shoot really slow slow film. In fact, yesterday I just uh, developed and scanned a roll. It was .1 ISO. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> so eight's kind of a it's fast film for me, but <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> but funny. yeah yeah that uh that film the the uh, Phantom uh, Phantom Eight I b- believe is what mm. it's called, right? It's really really good sharp very sharp and contrasty uh film um yeah nothing more i can say except for it's good try it <laughs> okay i'm gonna yeah. do
1: that all right yeah. yeah my other my other question was just on your lenses so you had mm-hmm. the pets and the uh what did i have up here it was another one that was a daguerreotype
2: yeah daguerreotype was the first one
1: are those so those are the two that you have
2: uh no there's more <laughs>
1: um oh, okay. but-
2: there is um for example the neptune um lens system which is uh, a base plate and then uh, three different uh lenses that you can just uh, pop on there okay Um, fixed lenses and then there is uh, the Lomogon, is a 32 millimeter lens which is a really cool one it has um the aperture wheel on it um that's also inspired by like an old uh, historic design but it basically has this, um, yeah, this wheel, and you can, like, turn, like, it comes out of the lens. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. You need to look this. <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's, it's a really cool way of, like, changing your aperture um, okay. that I really enjoy. And then, uh, let me think. Yeah, and then we have several different versions of the Petzl. Okay. With um, the latest ones also an addition for uh, mirrorless cameras. And then... Um, the, yeah, the very latest one was again for SLR uh, 80.5 and the new, the new generation of Petzval lenses is cool because they have that historic, um, water has aperture system with those plates that you insert, but they also have, um, the aperture in the lens. So you have a dual system that you can like, you know, use both or, or, uh, whichever one you prefer really, um, which is allows also more the lens more so to be used for videographers, um, as well, which was something we just wanted to, you know, it's, it's not our main audience, but we were like, these are really cool lenses. And we had some, you know, some video projects sent to us from people who've worked with them. And we we're like, that's really cool. And when you get the bokeh in like, you know, yeah, slow-mo videos and stuff, there's really fun stuff you can do with it. So we were like, let's try to optimize it also for, videography um and so that's why I think the dual aperture system um was important for this new generation and it's also like a stopless aperture so it's really smooth um and you don't have any clicks or um it's yeah those are really really nice new ones. okay
1: well i'm asking for personal reasons so
2: <laughs> there's something gonna show up under the tree
1: for me okay thank you thank you very i appreciate that info
0: yeah. yeah Birgit, thank you so much for uh for all fielding all these questions and uh just for working for a company that is just such a cool company in the film photography world thank you thank
2: you so much it's yeah, so yeah, nice yeah, to be yeah. here wait i have a last question for you though if i may okay. yeah wait both of you, this can you each tell me one, um, like of your like high dream bro- product, like what would you want to see in film photography that oh, is not yet on the market or not anymore? Like, oh, that's, oh, wow. that's a great
1: question. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm currently, I'll, I'll go first, Mario. Okay. You can think. So okay. I'm, I'm currently really into the look of like wet plate, but. Mm. I don't really want to do... I don't want to delve into that. But I would love something that could emulate. That's why I was like, ooh, maybe a new... One of these new lenses, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of my current <laughs> infatuation. <Yeah. laughs> yes. It's just something that could... I don't... Whether it's a film or a lens or...
2: I mean, maybe the combination. I think if you use... petrol lenses have historically been also used for these things. So if you... Get a Petzval lens, and then we would just have to make like a film that's kind of sepia, right? Um, yeah. That yeah, right.
1: maybe like with a almost like a an ortho type. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, okay. that, that's my cool. current.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank, thank, you, you, thank you for you.
0: asking. <laughs> you know, uh in a sense, I'm I've kind of got when you guys re-released Turquoise, that was big for me. I I, I was just so so excited but thinking in the future you did say something that i kind of forgot about when i've when i first got into photography i had it was digital photography and uh one of the settings on my camera was uh a sepia setting it would be really cool to see a sepia film you know mm-hmm. um because there's you know black and white and we can make those we can make those changes in on our computer and settings or whatever but it would be cool to have a, a film that is actually inherently sepia that that would be kind of a neat thing so mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> that's all what right. i have to say Note it. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sounds great well again thank you so much Bidit, for um joining us um it's, yes, it was thank a, you so much thank pleasure. you
2: it was fun yeah,
0: yeah awesome <laughs> and to all you out there listening to this podcast thank you all for listening uh continuing to listen to this podcast and uh keep those analog vibes alive